Brownstone with Jara Monique. I'm your host, Jara, and this is the show where we explore how people experience and engage with different aspects of life from their varied perspectives, all while sharing some laughs, some gags, and some advice. On today's episode, it is a solo dolo episode, meaning it is just me and you all, and I will be discussing, I mean, pretty much the end of the year, um, the end of 2020, which incredibly deep sigh. Um, And yeah, this episode will probably be a tad bit shorter than our regular ones, which I think is good and necessary, right? This will be the last episode of 2020, which is incredible to even say. I mean, I can't believe we're here, but also thank goodness we're here. Um, And yeah, so uh, hopefully, you know, you guys will enjoy this and we'll just get into it. So, you know, as always, we like to start the show with our first segment called What's the Meaning? And this is where we take a word that's related to today's topic or just one floating around in the zeitgeist and we discuss what it means in relation to ourselves. And obviously, since it's me speaking out into the universe, um, I'll just be talking about what it means in relation to me, as I always do. And so... I was thinking for this episode and, you know, you, you all might be able to tell, like, I will be rambling a little bit during this episode and I apologize in advance. Um, it's just, I just wanted to get on here. I just wanted to speak to you all. Um, it's not as structured or as organized as I normally try to do it. So I haven't really created, um, an outline for myself this time around. Um, so I might be jumping around a bit, but either way, um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So the word that I wanted to talk about is releasing um, or to release, really. And you might be thinking, why? Release? What? Um, and it's because I've been, I guess, struggling is one way to put it, but contemplating, really, what it is to release. Like, what is it to really just let things go? And I mean, that's essentially what releasing is, right? You you let things go and that can be physically releasing something, um, mentally or emotionally releasing and detaching. And it's been coming up a lot for me as I've been dealing with, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys listen to the show, so you know what I've been doing. <laughs> but um, if you don't listen to the show, um, last week's episode was about, um, you know, falling for your friends and, and having feelings for your friends. And I've been going through my own little sort of heartbreak um, the last little couple months of, or the last quarter of, of 2020. So, um, yeah. So I've been, you know, contemplating this whole let it go, let it flow attitude and mentality that is sort of professed all over social media and in all the self-help books. And I've really just been trying to figure out for my, for my own sake, what it means to let go. And I mean, obviously it could be in so many different ways. Um, For me, it's been letting go of emotional attachments, um, letting go of expectations, right? Releasing expectations, releasing um, emotional attachments, releasing old behavioral patterns and toxic, you know, thought cycles that are no longer serving me. And um, I think where I, again, tend to struggle is 
Um, these things, a lot of the ways that I've thought and felt are ways that I've been thinking and feeling for a really long time. So there's a sort of odd sort of comfort, right, to things, even though things that may be hurting you in the long run, right, um, sort of negative thinking patterns or things of that nature, obviously doesn't serve you, doesn't serve any of us. But there is something oddly comforting about, right, that narrative that we tell ourselves about not being good enough or not being smart enough or not being lovable enough or whatever. Like they're all horrible things to say and think, you know, about yourself because they're just not true. But when you've thought them and felt them for so long, or it's something that, you know, was told to you, you know, growing up and often repeated that you just sort of started to inhabit those things and sort of identified with it. That's really the the problem is we begin to identify with a lot of things. Um, it, be, it can be quite difficult to just, you know, let it go, to release that. Because you're like, well, this is, you know, the image that I've created for myself. Even if it's just an internal one, you want me to completely, you know, release that, dismiss it. That's it. You know, it's gone. I, I wake up and, and now I'm telling myself, oh, you know, I love you. You're beautiful. You're great. It's it's a bit hard, right? It's a bit stressful. <laughs> and it should be easier. It should be easier to switch on the positive. It should be easier Um to fully embrace it. And, and, you know, once you say you're done, you're done. But as we all know, I imagine it doesn't always work that way, which is, I mean, it's, it's so interesting. It's quite curious why, why that is. And I think it's like a self-preservation sort of mechanism um, that we're, I don't know, biologically built with also, you know, it's an ego thing. It's an ego thing. So I think that's probably why I struggle with it. But also, I mean, in the realm of like manifesting, which is another big buzzword, which I will definitely use in a segment for what's the meaning. um, We're told that like you have to visualize what you want, right? You have to see it. You have to feel it. You have to act like it's already yours. And then you have to release it. You have to let it go. And it's like, what What the fuck does that even mean? Like... (laughs) How? Like, truly, how? I mean, I don't know if, if if there is a method to it that I've just missed. And I feel like a lot of it probably has to do with mindfulness, right? Being present, um, being in the moment, which I guess is why I struggle because I do a lot of thinking and overanalyzing and, you know, daydreaming and fantasizing. And um, it's hard for me to, um, I'm not going to say it's hard. Eh, I'm exaggerating. It's not hard, but it can be challenging for me to be in the present um, moment. And then I also have a tendency to get like obsessive about things. So, you know, the whole notion of like, you need to let it go. And then, you know, in trying to do so, I just find myself like obsessing over the thing that I'm trying to let go of or supposed to be letting go of. And so it does the exact opposite of what I'm supposed to do. And then I begin to worry that I'm not going to manifest that. I'm actually going to manifest the opposite of it because I can't let go. Um, So it's just like this cycle of (laughs) attempting to let go, obsessing about letting go, ultimately not letting go, and then obsessing about not letting go. So I am just, yeah, curious as to what you all do or how you practice um, the art of releasing. I'm just going to call it an art because I think it is an art and I think it is something that has to be nurtured and curated. Um, there have been moments, I think, when I've released things, but it's it's because I didn't care. I didn't care about the outcome. Um, 
and sometimes that meant even the person um, involved, I didn't necessarily care, which sounds really callous and like cold to say. Um, but I mean, it happens, right? We're not, we're not all, all perfect all the time or perfect at all. I certainly am not. So there definitely have been moments when it's been easier for me to let go and release and walk away because I certainly just didn't care. Um, but when I care, that's when it becomes really quite challenging. And so I don't know if it's the whole care, but act like you don't care, right? Like, or, um, and this is all coming to me right now. As you can see, I did mention there would be some uh, rambling happening <laughs> in this episode, but perhaps it's like, if you already believe you have it, if you already act like you have it, then then there's nothing really to be holding on to or obsessing about because it's already yours, right? So like when we already have things, we kind of don't even think about it, right? Like if I have my phone in my hand, I'm not really thinking about where my phone is. I just, I know it's there or, you know, you know what I mean? Um, so I guess we kind of kind of has to operate in that way, which is kind of why I have titled this episode Love Remains, which is really just something that um, came to me uh, over the last couple of days. I don't know whether it was during prayers or journaling or meditation or whatever, but um, the words like the love remains, I think I said it out loud and it really struck me. So I was like, oh, even when things have ended, and they do, right? Always in some way, shape or form because they change and we're all constantly changing. And in order to change, things need to end. Um, but that means there's also space for them to begin, right? Again, um, in a different way and different isn't always, different isn't bad or good. It's just different. Um, and this is me, of course, you know, reconciling all of this with myself, but <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of me trying to process the ending of something and trying to process, you know, why can't I let it go? Why can't I just not care? And I realized it wasn't like, I don't know if I can put this correctly or, or even succinctly. Um, but it, it, I don't know. It just kind of all hit me in that like sort of aha moment that it was like, just because things have ended that doesn't mean the love has gone because I mean, the love remains, the love remains no matter what the love remains throughout, throughout everything, you know, like we are love, love is the energy, love is a life force, love is the source, like we are love. So of course, when things end and things transition and, you know, endings become beginnings, as I said, the one constant throughout it all is, is love. So I just was like, oh, okay. Well, if the love remains, then why are you stressing? <laughs> why are you making yourself anxious? Why are you overthinking things? Why are you overanalyzing? You know, just, just be in that space. Just be in the love, you know? But, and release, you know, release everything else. Just be in the love and release everything else. But, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I think I've mostly gotten there. But, um... I'm still trying to figure out the fully letting it go part and the release, the release part. Um, 
But I think, yeah, that is part of it. You know, release everything, release control, release any sort of tension, release any sort of guilt or shame and, you know, fear, release all of it. And what are we left with? Love. And I feel like that is like a great summation of 2020. (laughs) Really, like if we release collectively, if we could all release the pain, the confusion, the trauma, the anger, the sadness, the guilt, right? The shame, the um, isolation, the loneliness, the, um, I don't even know. There's like the gamut of, of everything. Like we've all, we've all felt absolutely everything, um, this year, but if we could find a way to release and make peace with all of that at the end of it, what we'll have is love. Right. I mean, and I feel like as cheesy as it sounds, that's probably the greatest thing that's come out of 2020 for me, honestly is is love um and i don't i don't know if i can add anything else to that that i'm pretty happy with that (laughs) but i'll dive more into um 2020 and my reflection of it and things of that nature and i don't mean to be dismissive of what anyone is feeling or going through or having gone through of course like um it's affecting all of us in so many different ways all across the world um and there are people who, you know, are currently losing their homes or have lost a loved one or, you know, so many unimaginable things happening. And I don't mean to be sort of, um, you know, callous about it or, you know, throw some sort of holistic statement over it, you know, like, remember the love and everything will be okay. That's that's not what I mean to do. There's obviously a great deal of work that needs to be done and a great deal of healing um, and you know, a great deal of responsibility and accountability um, for the way things have gone for for so many of us. But I think for me, the way that I'm going to try to make peace with all that's kind of happened this year um, personally is to remember the love, right? And that the love remains no matter what. So yeah, we're going to head to our first break. And we'll be right back with the stoop. All right. And welcome back to the show. We are now headed to our main topic discussion known as the stoop. And this is where we get real, put our satin bonnets on, take our bras off and get comfortable. Um, As I mentioned, today is a solo dolo episode. I am here by myself in the house. I do have a little special guest, Bourbon, as I am dog sitting currently and you may hear her speak up and offer her her two cents. <laughs> so yeah. Also, there's a lot happening right now. Um, my heat is on, so you may hear some hissing or something in the background, as we have one of these like old radiator um, type systems. And you might notice my accent is changing throughout this episode. And I apologize in advance for that. That's just something that tends to happen with me. <laughs> I was binge watching uh, Bridgerton earlier today and it's on Netflix and it's great. And it's this like period Regency piece um, by Shonda Rhimes and it's fabulous. And everyone has a gorgeous, you know, British accent. And whenever I watch anything um, 
from the UK, my inner voice tends to go British and then my outer voice tends to follow suit. So I end up sounding like, you know, an idiot, but I end up enjoying it immensely because it's so much fun to speak with a British accent, even though I don't do a great job at it. So you might hear her, you know, pipe up, you know, or just pipe in, <laughs> pipe up, pipe in. Um, pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> she might just randomly show up. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's really nothing I can do about that other than apologize profusely um, in advance. But yes. So as I mentioned before the break, this episode is just going to be a shorter one, me reflecting with you all about, you know, 2020 in particular, my 2020. And um, I'm going to try to do like a top five um, of things that I am grateful for. So I really, you know, don't want to spend this episode, you know, reflecting on all the things that have gone wrong, so to speak. I'd rather spend this time with you all expressing my gratitude um, for the things that have just gone right in a way or the things that, I mean, have just been the most supportive and the most healing for me um, this year. And of course, I would be so remiss if I didn't start that by saying, you know, I am so grateful for all of you, for every single person that has listened to an episode, that has downloaded an episode, all 3,333, you know, downloads that we've had so far. And if you're into numerology or, you know, synchronicity and things of that nature, like I am, you would know that 3333 is such a, you know, important number or just good. So yeah. And that like means uh, so much to me that I've been able to hopefully connect with you all in some way, shape, or form, or you've perhaps heard something that may have resonated with you throughout this podcast, throughout these episodes, or, you know, hopefully you've, you've laughed at the, you know, at the very least, even if you're laughing at me, I mean, I don't care as long as you were laughing and you had some little small speck or moment of joy um, throughout it all. That means the world to me. And I am incredibly, incredibly grateful. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for um, listening to The Brownstone with Gerald Monique and just helping me grow this community, our community, which, you know, I want to be ours. I want to be a space for people to come, to share, um, to learn and to grow together. So thank you so, 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 so much. Um, and I also, yeah. I'm going to reflect, like I said, on like a top five, and these are in no particular order, um, but things that I am grateful for in this year. So number five is love, <laughs> which you may be like, okay, what is going on with you? You mentioned heartbreak and now you're mentioning, you know, the love remains you want on, I went on that little tangent. And now I'm talking about, you know, love, 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 love. Love, let's talk about love. Okay, um, I love that song. <laughs> um, so love, I mean, I'm incredibly grateful for love. I feel like I've felt the most love I've perhaps ever felt um this year. And I think it was because I mean divine timing, the universe, you know, being forced to really just sit still or be at home for, for months at a time. I mean really forced me to one nurture and curate um self-love 
within myself, like honestly, truly. And I speak about that in my first, these are my reflections um, episode. And I talk a lot about, you know, self-love and what that journey was like for me this year in particular. And that has really, honestly, I think it's, it's saved my life. It's, it's saved my life and it's, you know, helped me set the foundation of who I am. And that is in turn helping me know what I want and, you know, what I would like to do and be going forward. And I couldn't have done that if I hadn't, you know, laid that foundation down so that when the other things started happening throughout the year, I wasn't so completely knocked on my ass like I would have been previously, or at least this time around, I was able to actually allow myself to be vulnerable in a way that I never was before, including doing this podcast. And that uh, opened so many other doors for me, so many other experiences for me. And that has truly been something that I'm incredibly grateful for. Also, it's helped me and challenged me in a way to show up and show love for the people in my life, because, you know, we couldn't do the things that we previously were able to do. Like if I was able to go over to my friend's house, if they were feeling sad or um, spend time with them, or we were able to go out and see each other more, things of that nature, but being um, or having to physically distance and separate the ways in which I had seen myself and the ways in which I showed love had to change because I just couldn't do what I was used to doing anymore. And so um, it's really challenged me to, to show up in different ways, um, which again, I'm grateful for. And I hope that the people in my life and those closest to me are able to feel my love and feel the love that I have for them and also have seen it reflected in my, in my actions. I mean that I hope so. If that is not the case, then, you know, please, uh, text me. Let's have a conversation about it. Cause you know, I'm not above reproach and I could always do better. I felt so much love this year and I feel like it's allowed me to then in turn give love, um, so much more this year than I ever have before and to do it openly, which I didn't always allow myself uh, to do. Cause I had a lot of fear around, around love and the expression of it. But yeah, I mean, 2020, right? It, it'll do that to you. So love, 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 love. Love lifts up where we belong. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. Um, number four, heartbreak. <laughs> now, again, I know I'm just repeating myself, but like it may sound crazy and cuckoo-cachoo and like, how can you be grateful for heartbreak? But again, it, it really just aligns with what I've said before. Um, it taught me so much about myself and I'm oddly enough, like very proud of myself for having experienced heartbreak and gone through it because I am someone who had a lot of fear around love, around uh, romantic love for a very, very, very long time. And I've protected and guarded myself. Um, very well, almost too well, um, from experiencing heartbreak. And the problem with that is if you try to keep the bad things out, right? If you try to keep the pain, right? The fear of abandonment, the fear of rejection. If you try to keep those things at bay, what you end up doing is keeping all the good things at bay too, right? Which is all the good things that come with, you know, allowing someone to love you, you know, companionship, empathy, compassion, um, affection, things of that nature, which we all need to to live and to survive and to be our most authentic selves and our best selves. So I was in a way handicapping myself. And I don't mean that um, in an offensive way. I just mean I was 
harming myself almost by not allowing myself to just experience life. I was trying to control a lot of it. I wanted it to happen a certain way at a certain time when I was a certain person. And so when I couldn't be those things that I thought I needed to be that ideal in order to be lovable, to be worthy, right? Um, I ended up denying myself a lot. And so I shockingly um, found myself um, in a way that I didn't expect opening up to someone that had been in my life for a very long time. And when it didn't go the way that I thought it would, because, you know, that is life. The shock of that kind of sent me reeling for a bit because I was like, oh my God, this hurts so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh man, like, oh, ho, ho, ho. this is like, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I finally got it. Like, you know, my friends, had been through their things and I had always tried to be, you know, a support system for them. But there was always probably a bit of disconnect because I really couldn't understand that that sort of emotional pain because I had never experienced it before. But um, the grief of losing someone that you love, you know, it's not easy and it's a process. And, you know, like I said, you know, endings, endings make way for beginning, but for, in order for things to end, right? Like there's a bit of pain sometimes in that, even if it's something you chose, so yeah, sort of kind of like kind of reconciling that and then reconciling my part in it, right? Because it takes two to make or break anything. So I really learned a lot about myself and about my patterns and my cycles and I'm still learning, but it really brought up a lot for me. It brought up a lot of codependency issues that um, I really hadn't dealt with and hadn't fully understood. Um, it brought up abandonment issues. I didn't even know I had, honestly, like... I stereotypically was like, oh, people with abandonment issues, you know, are people whose parents have been divorced or they've been adopted or like they've gotten a divorce. Like th those people have abandonment issues. Like not me. Like I come from, you know, a two parent family. And it's like very, um, I don't know if the right word is elitist, but very um, naive of me to think that I was somehow absolved from fear of abandonment. Like, come on. <laughs> like, sorry, boo, none of us get out of this <laughs> without picking up some, you know, baggage along the way. So um, it brought up a lot of that. It brought up a lot of my insecurities. Um, it brought up a lot of, a lot of everything. And so I, you know, had to go in, had to go, you know, deep inside myself, my psyche, unpack, unlearn, um, examine a lot of those things. And I'm still, you know, undergoing that process, but I've, I'm, I think, closer to being at a um, more peaceful resolution with everything. I mean, I feel pretty good about everything, even though it happened, I mean, which sounds weird, but um, maybe not just because I've been doing a lot of introspective work, but um, probably too much introspective work. I probably should stop. Like no one needs to be questioning themselves and their motives this much. But again, 2020, I've got a lot of time. So yeah. So heartbreak, you know, grateful. I'm grateful because uh, it allowed me to be vulnerable. It allowed me to feel rejection. It allowed me to feel a lot of things and realize I am okay. Why am I okay? Because of that foundation of love, that foundation of self-love that I was able to build saved my life, you know, like, and, you know, not because I was going to harm myself or anything of that nature. I wasn't, but emotionally saved my life, mentally saved my life, gave me a gave me a safe space to land, 
you know, that was like, you're good, you're worthy, you deserve love. This is not a reflection of you, right? It's just how things work out sometimes. So, um, and I'm grateful for that. I'm incredibly grateful for that. And that, of course, perspective comes with some time, comes with some distance, comes with some therapy. So grateful for therapy as well. <laughs> but onwards, onwards to more lighthearted fare. Number three is friendship. Where would I be without my friends? Where would I be? I'd be nowhere. That's where I would be. <laughs> this podcast would not exist without my friends. Like... <laughs> I have been saved time and time again by the friendships that I have. And and I don't mean like, I don't know, in a weird way where like I'm dependent on my friends to be the sort of saviors for me. It's not that. I'm not looking for anyone to save me. Excuse me. I'm not looking for anyone to save me. Not anymore. Also, another lesson. Another lesson of the heartbreak. Thank you. Um, but... <laughs> Not in a way where I'm looking for my friends to save me, but more so where I'm, I was able to really, really appreciate the people in my life, the people that have been in my life for um, however long. And even the friendships that I've had in the past, I've, I've just been able to appreciate um, the love that I have received. Again, <laughs> the love. <laughs> um, and the friendships that I have been able to, I don't know, maintain and sustain and, and those that have fed me, um, fed my soul, you know, my soul tribe, I'm incredibly grateful for it. And, you know, those people have been on the podcast, like the very first episode with Nicole and, and Nancy, where we discussed insecure and we discussed friendship. Like I've known those girls since, you know, the sixth grade, since seventh grade, since I was 12 years old. Like that's my soul tribe. Those are my, you know, partners in life. Like that kind of love is, is rare. It's rare. And it's something I'm so incredibly grateful for because I don't know, I'm just grateful for their existence. I'm grateful that I know them. I'm grateful that they've allowed me into their lives. I'm grateful that they've allowed me into the lives of their family and their children. And like, I'm grateful that we're growing all together, even if the things that we want aren't necessarily the same and that's okay because we're different people and our and our journeys and our paths and our purpose are our own but it's beautiful to be able to you know change together so to speak um but also other friends that I've had on this podcast friends that I've reconnected with who I hadn't spoken to in years due to the podcast I mean but you know it's such a great joy of my life and a privilege to to have, you know, so many wonderful people in my life. And I'm incredibly grateful for each and every single one of them. So shout out to all of you, because you, again, have saved my life and probably saved my sanity uh, throughout 2020, just by offering, you know, an ear or sharing a laugh, watching TV together when we could do that. Um, like, I don't know, the exchange of like gifts and presents and just, I don't know, the thoughtfulness and the graciousness um, is is amazing. It's incredible. And I wish that for, for every single person, for each and every one of you listening. Um, I hope and I pray that you have someone, at least one person in your life that um, just offers you unconditional love, which is what I feel my friends and I share and what I you know share with all of you, even if I haven't met you or don't know you personally. I mean, the love, the love remains, you know, I don't have to know you to love you, but I do anyway. So, 
And I know you guys are be like, I'm crazy. Maybe I am, but 2020, man, 2020. But thank you, friends. Thank you, each and every single one of you. I love you all so dearly. Thank you, you know, Jashiel, who did that wonderful, wonderful, beautiful episode with me about the leap of faith, which honestly, I think changed my life again. <laughs> that leap of faith episode. Um, thank you to Brittany, who is like, a newer friend, but still someone that I, I love. Love you, girl. Um, also, shop made by Brit shop. Please go check her out and get her journals. Reconnecting with Stephanie, my friend from junior high school who I hadn't spoken to in like 15 years to do Love is Blind episode. Like that was so remarkable. Also, Nico, right? Like who did the last episode, Can We Still Be Friends with me? Like discussing, you know, both of us vulnerable being, you know, talking about being in love with people who, you know, may not necessarily love us back in the same way, right? Like, whoa. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Um, having Tehran on here to speak about his journey with fatherhood. Like, I'm so appreciative. 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 What? Why can't I say that? Appreciative. No. <laughs> I appreciate you, Tehran. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and there's been so many other people, like my cousin, of course, my cousin, Sharla, who we did Gotta Have Faith episode. Like, having that conversation with her was so remarkable because we hadn't had a conversation about faith before, before that. And it really was eye-opening for me in so many ways. Um, it sort of re-solidified my faith um, in God and in the universe and in the divine. And this is also leading me into the second um, thing on my list, which was the Brownstone, like the Brownstone podcast with Jara Monique. I mean, this has been a dream of mine, a dream of mine for, for years. And um, seeing it come to fruition, seeing, you know, the work and the dedication and the time that I've put into creating this, seeing my friends want to be a part of this, wanting to share this with me has been remarkable. I will be forever grateful to 2020 for, you know, me finally launching the Brownstone Podcast with Jara Monique and the incredible amount of support that I've gotten. Um, my family that listens to this show, like my friends from different parts of the world that listen to this show. Shout out to Lena, who's from the Ukraine, who listens to this. Um, also, I mean, each and every one of you, like I said, I'm incredibly grateful to everyone listening from, you know, all over the world, people in India, people in Brazil, in Pakistan, in Australia and New Zealand, people in Germany and in Russia. And like, I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. I'm so overwhelmed by it, but also like, you know, this is a dream of mine. So it's like, thank you. Oh my God. I can't, right. Like it, it, what a crazy year that like to be devastated by, you know, something like the pandemic and then to also have a dream of yours come to fruition. It can be hard to sort of like reconcile that kind of dichotomy. Um, but I mean, everything happens for a reason, as they say. So yeah, the brownstone, the brownstone, the brownstone. I love it. I love it. I love it. And my, you know, hope is to just keep going forward, keep doing more stuff, um, hopefully being able to interact with you all more. And I'll talk about that in the roundup. But yeah, the brownstone, man. Shout out to the brownstone. It's like shouting out myself, which I guess I can do because this is my podcast. But yeah. <laughs> and one, one. I really didn't have anything down. Um, I really only had a top four, so I'm just kind of like thinking, what could this be? And I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm grateful for 
my family, which I mean, I feel like goes without saying, but I should probably say I'm really grateful for my family and um, my sister who I live with and who is like such a huge support system for me. And it's not something we ever talk about. She and I like <laughs> we're from the same family. So we both um, have a hard time being vulnerable and emotionally open, even though we've like lived together pretty much our whole entire lives um, and still live together. <laughs> But even though it goes unsaid, like I love my sisters, both of them, and my brother and my family, entire family so much. Um, but my older sister, Shah, has like been so incredibly like supportive and kind and just, I don't know, herself that it's it's been great. Like it's been great. Like this year has been so tough, but like I feel like we really came together this year and like a lot of good things happened for us like us being able to move to like a bigger apartment. Um, just, I don't know, just seeing so many things that we want kind of come towards us um, has been great. And of course, like my niece journey, who I love, 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 love so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, this sounds like so blase and I don't even mean to be judging myself for, for saying these things. I don't know why I'm judging myself. That's, you know, I'm a work in progress, y'all. I'm a work in progress. But yeah, my family, like I love my family, each and every single one, like my uncles, my aunts, my mom, my dad, um, just my grandma, who I hope to have on the podcast. Shout out to Grandma Rose. Um, yeah, I just got like an incredible family, an incredibly funny family as well, too, um, which I hope to have more people on here, like my cousin Courtney. But yeah, so my family, my family, my family, my family, who, um, I mean what would I do without them? Honestly, like, I'm just grateful that we're all okay. Like they're all healthy. They're all here, like not to bring the mood down, but I know that's not the case for so many. And I'm seriously sending my love to each and every single one of you that has experienced, you know, any type of loss um, this year. And, you know, at any, at any point, I'm sending you all of, all of, all of my love and, yeah, I'm just grateful that I have my family. And I mean, every year, every day, you know, we should be in that gratitude mindset. But this year in particular, seeing how crazy things are, like it's truly something now that I can even say that I, I do have all my family and that we're okay. Um, things are not easy, but we're all okay. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. So yeah, um, that is the top five. And it was like, you know, a wacky list, a predictable list. Um, I'm dog sitting. So you may hear bourbon making some noise here, but um, she's probably telling me it's time to, you know, shut up and get to the, the last and final segment. Because <laughs> the rambling is taking over. I'm rambling and now I'm singing for no reason. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back with the roundup. All right, and we are back from our last and final break. And now it is time for the roundup. This is where we wrap up what we've discussed and maybe even learn from our talk today. And this will also be the space for listener letters and feedback should you all want to write into the show at the brownstone podcast at gmail.com. And we have gotten a letter. I have gotten uh, an email. Thank you, Anthony. I love you. Um, 
who wrote in to the show. And I will be sharing that in a future episode because they wrote back about some really, really interesting um, comments that they made. And I want to explore those comments and do it during uh, a normal episode where I really can devote like the time and space to really um, unpacking their comments. But I'm incredibly grateful for that and for them. And Anthony will also be on an episode of the podcast. Um, Shout out to my Anthony boo. I love you so much. And yeah, I mean, we're not going to really talk about what we've learned or what I've learned. I mean, you can maybe turn this into a drinking game and take a shot every time I say love. <laughs> Which, you know, might be the best way to spend New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, so for this roundup, I just want to talk about what I am looking forward to or really my hope for the podcast. Um, as I mentioned before, I just want to find more creative ways, creative avenues to interact more with you all, to engage more with you all, um, aside from social media and IG, which of course, please follow the socials. Um, excuse me, but yeah. So, and I also just want to like expand and keep growing and keep challenging myself. And of course I'm going to keep doing the podcast because I absolutely, absolutely love doing this podcast. It has brought me so much joy and it continues to bring me so much joy just in the conversations that I've been having um, and have just been blessed to have and the people, um, my friends and um, acquaintances and everyone has just been so gracious in agreeing to be on the show and just telling their stories sharing their truth. Um, it truly, 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 truly means the world to me. And each and every single episode, I walk away like having learned something. And especially when I edit them and I listen back, I always pick up on stuff that I maybe was lost the first time around. Cause like there's a lot of moving parts sort of happening when we're recording, but especially during the edit, I'm like listening and I'm like, wow, like, damn, my friends are like, <laughs> prophetic like <laughs> they're saying really really amazingly dope shit like and I'm always like wow I think I needed to hear that in the time when like I listen back and hear it again so it's always something sort of like insightful and even myself sometimes I'm like wow like you had that insight like why are you still doing this dumb shit then if you <laughs> if you recognize this was a problem you know three four months ago when you recorded this episode and I'm like you know what leave me alone. Okay. Work in progress. But yeah. So for 2021, I will be working on, um, starting a YouTube channel. I really want to do a uh, video content for you all. I'm excited to sort of take the, to take and conceptualize, um, these are my reflections, which are the solo recordings and turn them more into YouTube videos where I can talk more in depth about like certain topics, usually it'll probably most likely be like self-help, you know, topics or um, things like I mentioned before that I've just been learning and unpacking throughout this, this year in my journey in life um, that I'd love to just be able to share um, and do, and do a video. And I'm excited for that and to see where that could go. So yeah, 2021, we're going to be branching into YouTube. And I'm also toying with the idea of starting a Patreon um, for 2021, just to be able to provide more um, content for you all and to engage more with you all to have like perhaps 
um, a monthly Patreon meeting or like a Zoom meeting um, with all the Patreons at least once a month where we can all actually speak and meet each other and ask questions, which I think would be super fun. Um, I'm also would love to use the Patreon to like start a book club because I'm always reading a lot of books. I know you all probably reading a lot of interesting books that I perhaps haven't heard about or have been wanting to read. And I think that would be so dope if we could do something of that nature together. Um, and also, yeah, other things. So I am toying with the idea. I am leaning towards a yes. Um, but of course, feel free to email your feedback and things of that nature and or comment on the IG and let me know what your guys' thoughts are about it. Um, but yeah, I am so, so, so excited to just keep going and keep growing. I'm so excited to just keep going and to keep growing and seeing, you know, where this podcast will take us and to keep building community. Because really, um, that was my ultimate goal is to create community and to create space for us to share with one another, learn from one another. And yeah, um, so I just hope to keep doing that. And I also have a lot of dope episodes um, lined up for 2021. So please, please, please um, stay tuned for those. We have Duncan and Erica who are um, incredibly funny um, actors and comedians and TikTokers. Um, we also have an episode on tarot, which I'm super excited about with Bruja Barbie coming out. Um, I also did one with one of the founders of Vox of Life, which will be coming out in January. So we have all of that to look forward to in 2021, which of course I hope you all will tune in. And yeah, that is going to be today's episode. And just once again, thank you all so much for rocking with me and for listening. And I appreciate each and every single one of you. Um, it would mean the world to me. And I know I keep saying that if you would, you know, share the show with your friends, with your coworkers, with your family, um, anyone you think might be interested in hearing what we have to say, um, who might connect or vibe with what we have to say and what we have to share about ourselves and our experiences. Um, you can also email the show at the brownstone podcast at gmail.com. If you yourself would be interested in being on an episode of the show, I love meeting people. And this is one of the ways in which I've been able to meet people um, during this pandemic. Uh, so yeah, email the show and let me know, you know, who you are and what you'd like to talk about. And perhaps, you know, you can record an episode with me or perhaps that could be one of the um, gifts on the Patreon. So hey, 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 that was just an idea that I had that I should probably write down. But um, <laughs> Thank you, universe. But yeah. Uh, or um, if you don't want to email, you could always DM me at the Brownstone Podcast on Instagram. I do um, accept all DMs. So please don't feel, you know, any type of way about DMing. Um, if you're interested in being on the show as well, or, you know, have a question or a comment and you don't want to leave a public comment, that's okay as well. You can always um, DM or email. And yeah, just thank you all so much, so much, so much. I'm sending you all my love and love and light. And I am praying for all of us to have just a blessed 2021 in whatever way, shape or form, you know, that looks like it means for each and every single one of us. Because again, our lives and our journeys and our purpose are different. But what remains, y'all? 
the love. The love remains. So <laughs> I love you all. Happy New Year. And yeah, I'll see you. See you in 2021. Bye.